Good to have you along. Hello and welcome. Yours truly, Ron Stafford, with you on another exciting episode of Unconventional Ministry. And of course, we are a service of SAT7. We've had some wonderful conversations so far. Join us, sat7usa.org, and then scroll on down uh, and listen to the podcasts and uh, scroll on down to where you see the picture of Mr. Dennis Weens. Fill in the information there, and Dennis will be in touch with you. And there's also ways there that you can help support SAT7 with your prayers and financial giving as well. When we first started this podcast, uh, we were trying to come up with a name, and Dennis said he had a friend of his by the name of Rick Box, and his name of the business was Unconventional Business, the Unconventional Business Network. Dennis says, you know, why don't we call it Unconventional Ministry? So uh, that's sort of how the whole thing happened and as far as a name. And uh, with me on the line right now is Rick Box. He is the CEO and founder of the Unconventional Business Network. Rick, how are you today, my friend? Thanks for joining me. Ron, it's great to be with you. Give our listeners a little bit of a background. It's on your website. You have a background sort of as a CPA, and then you went into a different direction and, and some lessons learned there from the Lord. Just give our listeners a brief bio of um, your work before you founded the network. Sure. Well, I, uh, I did start off uh, in a CPA firm in the public accounting world. Uh, after they handed me my CPA certificate, I realized I hated what I was doing, and I, I just achieved the only goal I had in life. And so I, hmm. I bailed out quickly after that, decided to be an entrepreneur, and started a car rental agency hmm. uh, from scratch. But unfortunately, right after I opened the doors, interest rates went to 21%, and unemployment went to 13%. Wow. And so it was a pretty brutal time to try and be paying back a small business loan. and building a small business, so I fought that battle for a while and ultimately sold the cars and, and then went into banking. I spent about 14 years in the banking industry, uh, primarily managing commercial lending departments for some of the major banks in our region. Right. And then uh, I had a family uh, friend that invited me to come be part owner in a small community bank and help uh, run that. And we did that until we decided to sell it to a major holding company. Hmm. You know, and then I just kind of got attracted to uh, just this concept of uh, integrating faith into the workplace because of a bank president that I worked for. He was a very unconventional leader. Tell our listeners what you learned from him. It's fascinating. Yeah, it was fascinating to me because I've been running from God for a long time, and all of a sudden I'm working for a guy that every time I try and get a major decision out of him, he'd quote me a proverb or he'd point me to a passage in Scripture, and uh, I'd walk out of his office shaking my head saying, well, what's this guy doing pulling a Bible out? I've never had a boss do that before. Mm. But I watched as his decisions played out to be extremely wise, and we were trying to turn around a troubled bank. We ended up doing it in very short order, and I credit it because he was listening to God, and he was steering us in a biblical manner, and God really used him in my life to start getting my attention that the Bible is the best business book we'll ever find, and it's very practical if we just read it and try and apply it. Interesting. Was it thereafter you started the Unconventional Business Network? Talk about founding the network and moving on from there. It took a while. You know, after that encounter with that boss, uh, I started plugging in with uh, Larry Burkett's ministry, mm-hmm. the old uh, Crown Financial Ministries, mm-hmm. and really began being engaged with their business by the book and went through a teacher certification program. 
and just started asking the question, why aren't there other ministries out there teaching these biblical principles to business leaders? So after uh, I sold that small community bank I was uh, part of, I felt God calling me that that's what he wanted me to go do. Mm. And initially it was a consulting practice that we helped a lot of small businesses integrate principles out of the book of Nehemiah into their planning processes. Right. And over time, that kind of morphed into we were doing a lot of teaching and writing and counseling with business leaders all around the country. And so we ended up starting a uh, nonprofit organization uh, that today is Unconventional Business Network. It's a community of small business, unconventional leaders who are learning and integrating biblical principles into their work. Hmm. And that's a, uh, <laughs> that's a pretty unconventional approach in the business world today, especially there's a, a recent survey that Barna did last year that 72% of Christians that they surveyed are not integrating their faith into their work. And so it's unconventional even for Christians to, to do it. But that's what we've been about for many years, just trying to help business leaders apply the Bible in practical ways. Interesting. Can you provide some specific examples of how you personally have seen ministry done differently inside and even outside of the network that, that you have with business leaders? Sure. Uh, you know, I think it's it's fun whenever we get the light switch to go on for someone. So we host major events. We bring in top Christian CEOs and authors and different speakers. And we do that because we know there's people in the audience that may believe that they're Christians, but they've never thought about God having a plan or a purpose for their work. Mm. And so we've seen a number of people that, you know, they'll hear something at that event. It kind of flips the light switch for them. They, they get hungry to learn more. And so we've seen people transform their businesses from being tyrants over the people that they uh, had working for them to where they start to realize that God's called them to be a shepherd instead That's right. and to be a servant leader and to love on their people and to care for them. And we had a, you know, a, a business owner named Phil that uh, shared with me that he knew after he went through one of our Bible studies that he'd been a tyrant and that he was just using up people and spitting them out whenever they weren't useful to him anymore. Mm. And after he went through the study, he realized he was called to be a shepherd and he started changing the way that he was leaving business. And he said he started having employees coming into his office and sit down and say, why are you being so nice to me? You've never been nice to me. <laughs> and funny. it would give him the opportunity to share Christ with them and, and how his life was changing because of the things that he was learning. And so we've just seen a lot of people over time, whenever that transformation starts to happen, it actually starts to transform the culture of their workplace mm. as well. That's true. And then that could ripple out into the community. That's true. I talked with a woman uh, who runs another uh, business organization, and we talked about the concept of servant leadership. It's not just you know about the boss man getting what he wants done, but it's it's really about a team effort where the CEO will come down you know off of the clouds or whatever and work in the trenches and say you know I'm here for you, we're all here meeting the same goals whatever that may be and really being a servant to his team. Yeah, and that that's one of the things that really transformed me, Ron, is that bank president that introduced me to all of this. We were in a turnaround situation, and it was a real troubled bank, and the employees did not want to help us. I mean, they had been used to the former boss, and they were just fine with the way things were, and we were having trouble getting them on board. 
And this bank president one day came in and he told the entire staff, tomorrow I want all of you to park your cars around back because I'm going to spend the day washing the cars of all the employees. Hmm. I immediately made a beeline to him and I said, this is a bad idea. You're the president. They should be washing your car. Hmm. And he just smiled knowingly and said, Rick, do you remember the story about uh, Jesus washing the feet of the disciples? I remember telling him, yeah, I I remember the story, but it's not going to work here. This is crazy. Mm. And he just laughed, and he said, I know what I'm doing. And that day ended up being a turning point in that bank because people started to realize that he truly cared for them and that he was willing to humble himself for them. People started following him and being willing to do what needed to be done for us to turn around that bank. That's fantastic. Talk about your relationship with Sat7. I know you're good friends with Dennis and you're living there in Kansas City. Talk about how you first came to know about Sat7. Many years ago, I started a men's Bible study group uh, that meets on Wednesday mornings. And uh, one of Sat7 volunteers named Don Zoller mm. would speak and he would always share about the the cool things that were happening with Sat7 around the world. And he would share these great and amazing stories of lives being changed, you know, through the TV programming in these other countries. And so I got to know Don, and then he introduced me to Rex Rogers and Mm -hmm. Dennis and to hear kind of firsthand some of the stories that are happening and some of the lives that are being changed through Sat7. And it's just been uh, very encouraging Mm -hmm. uh, for me to just to hear how that media that can be used in countries that you may not be able to get into otherwise, how Sat7's been bold to be able to take that in and be able to make a difference in a lot of lives. Fantastic. What is your website for our listeners who may want to find out more about the network and become part of the network as well? Unconventionalbusiness.org. Unconventionalbusiness.org will get them to our site. Excellent. It's a wonderful website. It was on there earlier. There's bios. There's all kinds of, of ways that folks can, uh, can be a part of your organization. Would you mind closing our time today, Rick, with a brief word of prayer, please? You bet. Father, we are grateful that uh, we can use technology like this to uh, just share stories and to be able to connect with uh, other like-minded people. And Lord, we know that uh, your ways are unconventional. Uh, Isaiah 55 talks about your ways are greater in our ways. And so we just pray, Lord, that uh, this podcast, this ministry of Sat7 would be blessed by you, would uh, continue the unconventional path of impacting many, many lives through ways that people oftentimes just don't see as, uh, as common and normal. And so I just praise you, Lord, and thank you for this time today. And may it be a blessing to all that are here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Rick Box, CEO and founder of Unconventional Business Network. Rick, thank you so much for the time today. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Rob. That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford. Thanking you, as always, for being right there. And just a reminder to like, share, and rate this podcast. Only with God's strength and God's help, you truly can make this day a great day and an even better tomorrow. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we're able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. 
We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 is also now broadcasting 1,000 hours of content a week, 80% of which is produced in that region with local meta-Christians. In order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online at sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Again, that's sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Or call us at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.